Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. I'm Anitra Kerr, also known as the queen of video marketing at The Draw Shop, where we create videos and messaging for brands that are impossible to ignore. We believe that any business is just one marketing tweak away from getting their ideal customers hooked. Most businesses have a solution to positively impact their customers and ultimately the world. The real question is how to get those people to see that. We've got our own fail-proof formula for this at The Draw Shop, but on this show, we're interviewing marketing geniuses to discover more. Think you have marketing genius to share? Stay tuned to the end of the show and we'll show you how you can be our next guest on the fastest growing marketing inspiration podcast. All righty. Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight. I am your host, Ben Cummings. And today I have with me Kevin Butler, the VP of Marketing at Vertical Communications. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing well today. Awesome. So let's get started and tell me a little bit about how you get started in marketing. Well, uh, that's really sort of interesting because um, I'd probably start a little further about how I got into the technology field and then talk about marketing for a moment. Okay. So I got into technology a long time ago where I started out as both an army officer uh, and then a high school history teacher. And every time I had a, a new role, I discovered that I ended up having two jobs. One was whatever I was doing, and the other one was solving the technology problems of everybody around me. Yeah. Whether it was as simple as making a computer work, getting a network system working or whatever. And after a while I decided, why don't I just do one job and move to being a technology consultant from that time? So I've been doing that for 20 or so years, um, and marketing is really interesting because that's not really ever been in my background. But one of the things that I've done here in a decade at Vertical Communications is every time they have a pro problem program, uh, a department that has issues or something like that, uh, they're like, oh, throw Kevin at it. He'll go fix it. So um, we had some issues with our marketing. It wasn't really doing what we wanted to. It was, to be honest, very sort of old school. Uh, it was focused around uh, you know, creating physical documents, brochures, and that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, doing events, and, and a lot of stuff that, that can be great, but was becoming less and less valuable over time. So uh, I was asked to come in and sort of take over it and evaluate it and see what we could do to become more of a 21st century organization. And I think we've done that pretty well over the last few years. So for our audience that may not be familiar with Vertical, Vertical tell me what your company does. Sure. So Vertical is a company focused on communications and communications ranging from video like we're doing right now to chat and collaboration to voice uh, to contact centers. Um, everything you do that you interact with your customers and your clients uh, is probably in our wheelhouse. Uh, we work with customers uh, to figure out what really makes sense for their organization, uh, how they're first interacting with those customers. Do those customers call in, want to use video or chat to communicate with them how to make that the best customer experience possible mm -hmm. and, and what solutions work with it. So uh, we'll then work with them on the implementation, the training for their people and, and moving forward with that. It's become particularly relevant in the last year or so as everybody's moved their forces or their workforces home and they've discovered that their infrastructure for this is just not ready for it. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing a lot of work helping people do that. And that's something we've been really familiar with because we moved 70% of our workforce uh, to be fully remote back in 2017. So we've been doing it for a while. Here. Wow. Now, speaking to uh, a little bit of marketing, it may not be your background, but what kind of impact have you had or been able to have in the business? Well, I think one of the things that we've really focused on is playing to vertical strength, which is we're experts that try and help under our, our customers understand 
how to be more effective in communicating. And so one of the things that we focused our marketing strategy on is being as educational as possible, not going out there and doing a lot of true sales work, but more, hey, the more informed customer will understand the value we bring. So we do a lot of educational webinars. We do a lot of one-on-one events. Uh, We work very closely in our field with uh, the consultant community. There's a lot of independent technology consultants that will help people understand what the best thing to buy is, manage the buy process, uh, and serve as independent arbiters. And we have a program of around 150, 200 consultants that we work with where we educate them so that they understand what the technology is, what the best kind of concepts, and understand that bringing us in is going to be good for their sales and for their customer in the future. What would you consider to be your area of expertise? Like, is there something that you know, like the back of your hand? Well, that's, you know, I've been doing uh, communications technology consulting for, I guess, 20 plus years now. So really understanding how to especially work uh, with remote teams, Mm. because I've been managing remote teams for over a decade. So I understand that very, very well. And it's become much more relevant recently. Uh, And also how to, uh, I think my biggest skill is probably taking the technical side of communicating with engineers and that kind of thing. And then taking the business side and people who are focused on what the you know, focus of the businesses and what the business outcomes are, being able to translate between the two because yeah. they really are different languages and they have different priorities and different goals. And so you may have somebody who really understands how the technology works, mm-hmm. but they may not be the same person who's going to understand what the business objectives are and how to make sure that the quarterly earnings statement looks great. And those two need to be able to talk to each other. And I can get in the middle and translate to make sure we achieve great goals together. And as you say, in the last year, things have gone or a lot of businesses that may not have worked uh, remotely before are working remotely and having that kind of different impact. So is there any actionable tips that uh, businesses or marketers that could even take to help them in that regard? Well, it's, it's really interesting. We've looked at our space as being one where there's still a lot of premises-based solutions. People still have old school phone systems sitting in wire closets. Mm. And that's still probably even the majority of what we sell today is vertical. But I think the last year has convinced everybody that cloud really has to be a part of their strategy. They have to very, very seriously at least consider it, if not go there. And, and a simple anecdote will explain why. We spent most of March with a spending a ton of time taking all of our premises-based customers, getting the new licenses, the configuration, setting everything up so that they can move their people home. Our cloud-based customers just went home, right? There was no effort. I mean, I literally called one of them up that had, you know, 500 employees. I was like, oh, can we help in any way? And his comment was, no, everybody just went home and, you know, logged in and they're fine. So um, I think that that is one of those things that uh, we're seeing is if you're just thinking, oh, okay, I've got these phones. They're fine. I'm not going to make any changes. If you're doing that today, you're making a horrible, horrible business mistake at this point, because we've all got to consider that it's not just, you know, the pandemic and everything that's going on that's driving this anymore. People are realizing that there are real business values to keeping their workforce at home. And I think we're probably going to see somewhere between, you know, 40 and 60% of the workforce stay at home and not go back into the office. Now, if you guys are so far ahead already with the, with the technology and moving ahead and, and keeping up with communication, where do you see vertical moving in the next few years? So we're, we've done a lot to move into the cloud world over the last few years, and I think we'll continue to accelerate that and, and work very well in that space. Um, we see a lot of the area that we spend a lot of time with are um, companies that are what we call a mixed company, that they, they have both just needs for phones and video and chat, but they also have some kind of contact center. And my experience is 
that anybody who has more than like 100, 150 employees has that mixed environment. Mm -hmm. They may not realize it. To them, it may just be, well, that's just the customer service team or, you know, that's just my help desk. But, but they really do have a contact center piece and bringing together a solution that mixes all of that together, more importantly, allows the contact center to do more than just take phone calls, right? They have to be able to receive chats in now. They need to be engaging in SMS, texting communication back and forth. They need to be you know, looking at how they're going to engage video because everyone's becoming much more, I mean, even grandmas and grandpas, right, know how to use uh, video products at this point. Yeah. They've had to learn in the last year. What's the biggest marketing challenge that even though you're a communications company, what's the biggest marketing challenge you've had to overcome since being a vertical? Well, I, I think number one thing, especially particularly in the last year, is we've all had to change how we're marketing. We've all had mm. to go into very specific channels. And that's created almost a noise factor out there, which is everybody's saying the same things. Everyone's doing a lot of stuff. One of the things that we did last year that was really interesting was we decided to quit talking about even our educational topics for a little bit. Because everybody was just so overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, if I see one more webinar yeah. telling me how I can get a better communication system, I'm just going to go shoot myself. So we went ahead and did you know, a variety of webinars on things like uh, how to make sure your dog doesn't get involved with your video call, right? How to, we brought in a professional dog trainer and had them you know, give tips on how to do this. We brought in one of the consultants that we work with, who's also uh, a drummer in a band, and he taught everyone the basics of getting started in drumming. Um, we, we taught people how to make really great chocolate chip cookies. Uh, and we did a lot of things like that just so that people would go, okay, it's not me being sold one more time. It's not even me being educated on these great products. Cause I've seen that 400 times today in my LinkedIn feed and I don't want to look at another one of those. So getting past that noise has really been the challenge because everybody's yelling you in the same direction from the same methodologies. So. Was there one specific thing that you found, like the dog training or the drummer, was there one specific thing that you found was worked best overall? Well, I, just that whole sort of concept of going a very different angle and providing, you know, just understanding, hey, people need to go a different way. I saw some things that really didn't work, but I think that that sort of concept of going out and, you know, offering people something very different. So they just get to know that, hey, these vertical guys, they're interesting. And then mm -hmm. hopefully they will come and follow on and see the rest of our educational content. It helps really give a positive outlook with regards to your company. Yeah, yeah. And get them just involved with us. Because, you know, doing a, um, you know, a, an actual brand awareness campaign, that can literally cost millions, right? Mm -hmm. So there's just doing that kind of thing is very difficult. But using the fact of people are looking for something to escape a little bit to try and get them involved with us. And one of our problems is actually one of our strengths. We're vertical. We literally have vertical.com. You can't ask for a better, more <laughs> common name than that. It's not vertical with a Y or a K or something like that. But having to get people to understand what we do beyond just the name is it can be difficult at times. Now, what is there something uh, or is there something that in terms of marketing that before you started in a marketing position, you wish you had known prior to starting? One of the things I wish I had known is that, um, honestly, there's so many ways that you can spend marketing dollars that have no value whatsoever. Right. There's just you can spend hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and getting no return whatsoever. And so one of the things that I have learned over my time over the last several years is that every single marketing program that we have, every single effort we have has to be measurable. We have to understand the success. We have to understand what the outcomes we're getting for it so that we can make sure that we're being effective, right? Because there's, I mean, you can, you know, go do email marketing, you can do social media, and you can, uh, you know, get into digital advertising, and you can spend so much money without any real return. 
Uh, and I think that's one of those things that, you know, it, it really wasn't evident because people spend literally millions yeah. of dollars on this stuff. Uh, and sometimes they're not even keeping track of what the actual return and outcomes are they're getting from it. Are. Do you have any specific horror stories of campaigns that you put out that were just crash and burn, just ultimate fails? Yeah, one of the interesting ones is we worked uh, with a company that um, did some uh, outbound marketing. They did, you know, cold calling kind of things and all that. And actually, it was a really good program for us when we started. And what we discovered was it wasn't the company because they had a specific person who was extremely successful, one, one person. Hmm. And when that one person left, our metrics went off a cliff, right? Wow. We went from this is a valuable program to there is no value to it whatsoever. And they really, they, they talked up the fact that, oh, we have this program and it works great and everything. But it turned out that in at least our case, they had a person who got it and then everybody else they tried putting on it. And, you know, we had to, to kill that relationship because they really had no way of fixing it that they, yeah. you know, they, they could figure out. So. What that really speaks to is the importance of relationship too with your client. Well, and it, it speaks to you can, there's only so much you can do with process. I'm a big believer in process. You can do it right. But when it comes down to it, relationships are relationships and you've got to have people who know how to build it and to do it. Um, and that kind of work, that kind of, you know, going out there and doing outbound marketing in that kind of way is something that almost takes a person who's a little bit weird in the head because they have to be just so determined to keep yeah. going and keep going in the face of a lot of failure that it can be very, very tough. And when you find that person, it's gold. Yeah. Now I'm curious, is there anything that you've been listening to or anything you've read lately that's really inspired you? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, and I don't know that I've got an immediate answer. To be completely honest, um, over the last year, and I think I'm not the only person, actually getting out and reading, which I'm a huge you know, a, a bibliophile. I love reading. I've got so many books, it's not even funny. Um, but uh, in the last year, it's become very, very difficult to continue to, to read stuff. I'm mostly rereading stuff for, you know, that I've read before that are familiar to me because uh, I always talk about that there's so much weight that we get on us right now. There's so much stress. There's so much anxiety. There's so much going on that all of us are just a second from our emotional scales going like this. Right. So, um, and I find a lot of books that I read out there, all of a sudden, you know, I'll run into, oh gosh, the character had this one little problem. Or, you know, in the case of, you know, a, a business book, they bring up something that I, I disagree with or something like that. And all of a sudden the scales go like that. So it's honestly been something that I spend a lot of time rereading rather than reading uh, new things. So now it's easy to find, uh, like you say, sort of those fake tips or those things that that don't really make sense in terms of marketing. So is there any, like if you had top three tips for our listeners before we wind down, do you have any top tips that you would recommend to marketers who maybe they're at that point that they're like ready to jump off the bridge? They're like, I'm done. We're just done. We're screwed. Well, one of the things that I think people don't spend enough time doing is looking at sort of the inbound path of their marketing. They might even have great marketing. And if they're doing like I was talking about, they're measuring results and they're seeing what's happening, but they need to look at the communication channels inbound. Mm -hmm. How is that person going to go from whatever your marketing campaign is to contacting you so that you know it's uh, going to be successful? Is that email? Uh, is that just through social? Is that going in through a phone call, a contact center chat? How are they going to take that next step? And make sure that that's working successfully. Because we have seen several times where customers have those great marketing campaigns. And what's really is happening is the disconnect of a person's trying to reach out to them, but they're not getting there. Uh, a, a simple anecdote is we had a customer who had a 
a site where they were offering FAQs and, and uh, useful answers where people could just type in their question about their product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, this just isn't working. What we found out was their spam filter was literally blocking all of those inbound requests. So their technical experts they'd assigned to it weren't ever getting anything. It was sitting off in a spam filter that they never mm-hmm. even saw, right? So number one thing is look at that flow, look at what's going on to make sure that it's clean, that it makes sure that people don't get frustrated and hang up uh, if they're calling in. Um, the, the number two thing I would say is, yeah, be more educational uh, and less salesy. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a very, very, very overloaded, oversaturated uh, base of people in the world. You know, all the business people are getting hit a million times a day with a request, you know, and, and this kind of thing. You've got to give them information that's actionable for them, not just spend the time saying, oh, here's how great my product is. You want to come buy it, right? So. And then the third one, because I've been noticing this a lot personally, is there are a lot of these sort of account-based campaigns going on where somebody will send you an email, they'll try and provide you information that is actionable, they'll provide you something worthwhile, and then they'll follow up and be like, oh, I sent you an email last week, oh, I want to do this. And there's this really interesting kind of methodology that I don't see working at all, but maybe there's some value that, that other people are seeing of almost guilting people into trying to answer the email. It's like, well, hey, you haven't responded to my last two emails. Yeah, that's because you're an automated marketing campaign. And you're just going, you know, uh, and why aren't you? And this is my last attempt to contact you. And then, you know, instead of being nice, they're actually being a little bit aggressive. Uh, and I just don't think that kind of thing works at all. Because even if it does, you're developing a, a um uh, oppositional relationship with the customer before you've even talked to the customer. Your initial marketing campaign mm-hmm. is putting you at odds with them almost. And, and I don't see how that can end in good outcomes. Yeah, that just comes back to how good your relationship needs to be with your clients and even with your sales team to be able to say, okay, these inbound calls, they're coming in. We need to do something. We need to make sure we have That's that right. connection, that communication. That's absolutely right. Perfect, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Where can more people find out about Vertical and about yourself? Sure, easy enough. Uh, vertical.com. Like I said, it's the easiest email address or easiest website to remember. Uh, it is just vertical.com. And one of the things that we do a little differently there is rather than throwing all the information we want to tell you about is the very first thing you'll see is a bar where you can put in what your interests are, what your problems you're trying to fix. And then we'll tell you all about the content that fits what you're looking for. So it's almost like an FAQ at the very front of it, mm-hmm. because I want to talk to you about what you want to talk to, not about you know what I want to sell you on. So. That makes things so much easier. Kevin, thank you so very much for joining us. Sure. And have a good day. Awesome. Thanks. You have been listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight. I am your host, Ben Cummings, and we will see you in the next episode. Anitra here, and thank you so much for listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. If you are a successful marketing executive who would like to be on this program, please visit us at www.thedrawshop.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag marketing executive spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Go to our website, www.thedrawshop.com or follow us on all social channels at The Draw Shop. Thanks for listening.
and we'll see you next time.